Welcome to another creator chat. Uh, I'm James. I'm uh, one of the members of Alia Graphic and I work at the Melbourne Athenaeum Library. Um, we've got a bit of a different creator chat today. Rather than the comics creator, we're chatting to the creator of Alia Graphic itself, uh, Yergi. Do you want to tell us a bit about yourself before we get started? Uh, yeah, I'm a librarian at Kingston Libraries. Um, I've been there for three years or so. And before that, I was at uh, Frankston. Before that, I was a teacher. I worked at the Frankston Art Center for a long time as well. Loved working there. And that was actually my first job when I came to Australia. Uh, I was a teacher. I did media studies as well. Um, and before all that, I, I, I was cleaning operating theaters in a hospital after surgery. And that's where I met my wife. <laughs> that's another story, but yeah. <laughs> so I've done all sorts of different jobs. And uh, yeah, I was kind of, um, I was there, I had the idea of doing a, a group for librarians dedicated to graphic novels a few years ago. And he went through many iterations um, and, you know, um, trying to work out how to do it and if anyone else was uh, interested or not. Uh, but yeah, we formed the group and uh, it's, it's been awesome. Yeah. So um, before we get into the group, what, what, sort of role do you have in your library work what have you been like you said you've had a few different roles um at different um organizations but um what's that kind of involved so uh, at my library um i'm an information librarian so most of the time i'm at the desk um helping patrons um you know find books um answering their questions and uh, all sorts of things. So, you know, it's always kind of fun when they ask you about something that you have no idea about, but they always expect you to, to know everything about. Um, like for example, romance. Um, I don't read romance books, but um, you know, I, especially now I, as well with lockdown, um, I've been having to do a lot of uh, home library service um, selections for different people and you know i've got some patrons who just read romance so i'm starting to become an expert <laughs> but uh yeah apart from that i do the book groups uh uh cheltenham as well um and i help with some of the events uh like the technical things as well so you know like how to use an ipad and things like that that people ask. Uh, and apart from that, um, at my library and, you know, every library is a little bit different, but at my library, we do have uh, librarians. We have a responsibility as well in kind of uh, collection, uh, developing the collection. And, and with me, they've given me the responsibility of graphic novels, and also fantasy and sci-fi. So I do a lot of the collection management for the three branches that are in my pod uh, for those genres. And I also order 
a lot of their books and pretty much all the graphic novels, most of them. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's fun. It, um, it, every day it's a little bit different and yeah, it's interesting. Mm. And how did you first get interested in comics? Uh, well, we have to go back to me being very, very little, I think. Um, uh, you know, um, my parents, I think I, I think I was lucky um, because my parents lived in France uh, for a few years. Uh, my dad was a refugee from escaping from Franco's dictatorship. And so in France, uh, the comics industry is huge. Um, and uh, comics there, or bande dessinée, as they call them there, uh, are very highly respected um, and have been for a long time. Uh, in fact, they're referred to as the ninth art um, in France. And so my parents read comics, uh, especially my dad, but both of them. And at home, we always had comics. And you know, some of my earliest memories are of my dad um, picking up some of those comics and reading them to me. Um, he had to be selective and he would always skip pages and things like that because uh, the comics he read were not really uh, for children. Uh, but, you know, I got an introduction to a lot of the French comics from that. Um, another one that uh, they always had around at home was from an Argentinian cartoonist called Kino. Uh, and his character was called Mafalda. And Mafalda was, uh, was, I think the closest thing in the English speaking world is actually something like... Uh, peanuts you know so the main characters are kids but really um uh, Mafalda is a young girl who always dreams of peace who always questions the politics of the world uh the um stupid lives that adults live that often make no sense whatsoever um uh, from a kid's point of view uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a really funny cartoon, but at the same time, uh, really deep um, and philosophical at times, and it touches on a lot of social issues. Um, and again, it's probably not written for kids. Uh, you, you definitely get a lot more out of it as an adult. But I read it from a young age, and it was... It, it was just wonderful, and I think, um, I think Mafalda, in many ways, is um, how I learned to read, and and what uh, really inspired me to to read, because I was obsessed with um, with this cartoon, and I read them again and again and again and again, and. Um, in many ways, a lot of the, my perspectives on social issues and politics in the world actually stem out of Mafalda uh, as well, because um, he was such a, such a humanist. And uh, yeah, so 
I, and I still read Mafalda today. So, and um, I've got a nine-year-old boy now, and uh, I very often uh, um, read Mafalda to him. I have it in Spanish. It's not, uh, I don't think it was ever published in English. Um, although I did find some uh, cartoons in English, uh, translated to English, but yeah. So sometimes I read it to him as well and he loves it. Uh, then of course I got into Asterix and Obelix. Um, I was completely obsessed uh, with it. And also with uh, Gossini, who was the writer. So he wrote all the books uh, of Little Nicholas. And I read the Little Nicholas books uh, again and again and again, repeatedly. And, and then I got into superheroes. Then outgr I outgrew superheroes and uh, started reading other stuff. But yeah, but, uh, comics have been a constant in my life. And I guess when I started working at libraries, I, I saw that um, the uh, graphic novels at the library, but I thought, we could do better because a lot of the collection was very uh, hodgepodge um, and a, a lot of old stuff as well. And I just thought, you know, we could have newer stuff. We could be more up to date and we could also be more selective in what we get, uh, more targeted collection development that, you know, um, that responds to what's happening now. So, you know, times from TV series and movies, um, things that are popular, uh, things that are highly acclaimed or highly reviewed now. Um, so, yeah, and, and for that, for that, I think that every library needs a graphic novels champion. Mm -hmm. uh, so I thought, I, I started doing that at Frankston and I started having conversations with the <laughs> collections team there because uh, at the time I was a library officer there. Uh, I wasn't even a librarian. But yeah, I started having chats with them. And thankfully, they were uh, quite responsive. And they, they allowed me some leeway to put a lot of suggestions to them and change a few things. And yeah, so that was the beginning of the journey. And, and then it led me down the rabbit hole. Mm. Well, that leads in nicely into the next question that I had, which was, how's your interest in comics influenced your library work? So clearly it's had that quite direct influence in, um, you know, the the roles that, that you've um, taken and everything. There have been other influences in how you approach library work or all of that because of your interest in comics? Yeah, uh... Look, I, I think first when I started, uh, as I said, uh, you know, I was a library officer. Um, and initially I thought, well, this is actually not my, my place to, to kind of be making these suggestions about, you know, we should do this and this is how we should present graphic novels and can we move them and put them there, you know. Uh, but... Um, Thankfully, when when I had those first chats with the collections team, they were quite responsive, and uh, and they saw someone with a lot of enthusiasm, and someone who knew that uh, uh, the medium, you know, and 
and they 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 actually said at one point like to be honest we don't know much about graphic novels like we've just been following pretty much what the suppliers say and you know whenever someone requests something um so it would be great to have your input and so that was that was great because i i felt empowered and uh, i felt like i was doing something valuable and my my skills and interests were being recognized um and uh, i and then having actually that those conversations with them and and doing those things and doing some research um that kind of inspired me to to think well you know maybe i should actually do the librarian course as well you know and and maybe this way i uh, you know i can grow in this in this um profession and i can have more input and 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 it's been great. And uh, at the, the library where I am now, it's it's been great that uh, you know I don't have to worry about the budget. Um, I mean, they tell me if I'm they would tell me if I'm ordering way too many things, but um, I don't have to worry about balancing the budget and things like that. But they have given me the the, the freedom to to put suggestions and um and to request graphic novels uh and i guess you know when i started doing all these for me what was important was to to see what others were doing what was happening in other libraries um and you know so i did a lot of things like i visited a lot of libraries and took photos of their graphic novel sections i have a whole library of um, uh, in my computer of photos from different libraries. Um, I, how, how they present and shelf the graphic novels, uh, you know, the spine labels, <laughs> things like that. And every library has kind of their own little system. Um, I, I also found, of course, the, the graphic novels round table in the US and uh, joined Facebook group and um, that was really interesting to see the conversations they were having there and of course learning about the Australian graphic novels and comic scene uh, which you know as you can tell I have an accent so I didn't grow up here so for me learning about the Australian scene uh, and community was really interesting and and seeing that you know there is no industry really here but there are there are great creators and there are great things being published and uh, and unfortunately uh, very often they go under the radar and you know uh, I would like uh, I would like to see more Australian creators and and Australian graphic novels and comics in libraries and yeah. um, so Getting out from the wheels of the juggernaut that is the American comics publishing industry. That's right. Let, let, uh, let Australia shine on its own. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, and I guess all those things kind of came together in me uh, thinking, you know, we should do something. The other little piece was the Comic Conversation uh, Festival in um, Sydney, which has been going for a few years. Um, and, you know, it had something like 
15 libraries, um, having a full-on uh, comics program uh, for about a, a week. And that was quite an achievement. And um, thankfully, through Bruce Mutard, um, who is an excellent uh, comic creator here in Australia, uh, through Bruce Mutard, uh, you know, he gave me the contact of Karen uh, in Sydney, who was the main organizer of that. And we had a few chats about, yes, you know, we, there should be a group, but how do we do it, you know, and things like that. And it took a long time, as things often do. Uh, but, you know, finally, we were able to get the group going. And, uh, and uh, it's, it's been great. <laughs> and it's been going for a year now. This is, we're coming up to the first anniversary of the official Alia graphic and comic graphic novel and comic group found that is, through Alia? That is true. It's uh, it's almost a year. Yeah. I think it was towards the end of February. Yeah. You were there. <laughs> I was there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, uh, that was, uh, I, I think we kind of needed a last push because again, you and I uh, had a few conversations and, and, uh, we just needed, I think, a final push, and we had a mm. meeting with um, the Victoria State Manager of Alia, mm. Maggie yeah. Anderson, and uh, and we had a meeting with her, and she she was very clear. She was like, "No, just do it. Just go ahead. <laughs> this yeah. is what you need to do. Just do it now. Yeah. Don't waste any more time." <laughs> Stop yes. talking, <laughs> and and so we went ahead, and um, and yeah, it's been really interesting. It's it's been great, and uh, and it's still a very small group, um, but uh, passionate. Definitely, we've got a great team. Uh, I couldn't be happier. I I really couldn't be happier. So, uh, and I think that uh, the work we're doing is being recognized by creators who see the value in it. And it's it's being recognized uh, by librarians as well. We've received some messages uh, from, you know, especially when we published a uh, um, couple of articles that uh, we published in different uh, places. Uh, and we had some librarians saying, oh, like, that was a great article and thank you uh, for what you're doing. And, you know, I thought I was the only crazy one <laughs> championed graphic novels, but uh, I see that I'm not, and, um, you know. So so it's, it's great to see that. And, you know, one thing that we said right from the start is that um, everything we did was uh, going to be freely available for everyone and and things that were useful um, for everyone. So, you know, when we do the graphic novel roundups, um, it's got news and it's got a selection of what's come out uh, in that month or around that month. Uh, and that's, that's really handy stuff that uh, saves you time. And, you know, if you have a graphic novels champion, they can, uh, at your library, they can use that as a, I guess, checklist and, you know, kind of way of uh, staying up to date, making sure they didn't miss anything. But 
you know, if at your library uh, you don't have uh, a graphic novelist champion, um, or you know, um, you're getting started in 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 this, you can look at that roundup and really uh, dive in, and uh, you can use that uh, list as a list that has been developed um, by a few librarians who are really interested in. Uh, you know, and who are keeping up to date with it. So I think it's something that's really useful for everyone. And of course, as I mentioned before, uh, you know, one of our main ideas as well was to really champion um, Australian comics and graphic novels and creators. And, you know, last year we had, I can't remember now exactly, but something like a um, 15 creator chats um, with different creators um, and we've always made sure that uh, we try to keep up to date with what's being published here in Australia and and uh, you know hopefully we hopefully we have more Australian comics and and graphic novels at our libraries because we are in Australia we are Australian libraries so we should have those and and because I'm European, I, I would also say, and have some European comics too, please, because they're awesome. <laughs> You're missing out. And it's not just Tintin and Asterix and Obelix. There are great things being published in Europe that are not that. <laughs> so what are Alia members going to get out of, of this group? um beyond the beyond the little things that we that you've already said what are what's the um what's the importance of the group existing for for alia members let me say one thing that i uh, i think it's important to stress is because uh graphic novels are very often dismissed or you know underappreciated and uh, if, if we just want to talk numbers uh, and popularity i mean uh, graphic novels are selling more than ever. Actually, the market is also changing quite a bit as well in that uh, the book market, uh, so th there are two markets in terms of comics, uh, two main markets. And one is the, the comics market and that's local comic stores. Yeah. And the other one is the bookshops. And they are quite distinct. The book uh, shop market of graphic novels uh, has outsold the comics market. Young adult and junior, especially middle grade, but uh, junior um, and YA comics are selling like hotcakes. It's just insane. The numbers are, are huge. And, and that's why also um, in the we've seen in the last two years, a lot of publishers and big publishers actually starting their own graphic novels imprints. Uh, so, you know, you have uh, Random House, uh, now they have a, a graphic novel imprint, um, Penguin as well. Like all publishers uh, have been doing uh, this and there's a reason for it because they're selling, um, they're being read, they're incredibly popular. I think that in the last few years also, we've, uh, we've seen more people talking about the benefits of 
of uh, comics in terms of uh, reader engagement, in terms of uh, literacy as well. Um, and they're more widely used in schools as well. So I think we're seeing a huge change. And, and uh, you know, um, so, you know, if you're not on board yet, please come on board. And, and now is the time to, to be part of something like this. And so, you know, we're still open for more team members. Uh, so, you know, if you wanna, if you wanna join, just contact us, aliagraphicinfo at gmail.com and, uh, and, you know, see, see what you wanna do. And we're all volunteers, but, uh, you know, and everyone has their own little interest or their own little skills. And, and you know, the, the more that we, the more people that we have involved, the, the better, the team will be and even like the graphic novel roundups um, i think it's important that we have a few different people putting suggestions for those things um, you know so that it's not just what i'm interested in because um, different people are interested in different things um, and and you know if we have more people we could do more things uh, I, and you know we I mean, part of our dream is that maybe we can have a presence at, um, you know, uh, Comic-Cons and things like that. Uh, so, you know, Supernova or Oz Comic-Con and things like that. The American Graphic Novels Roundtable already do that. So that's something that we'd love to replicate here as well. Um, we would love to have more uh, targeted webinars as well. Um, about different aspects, like even, for example, the very contentious issue of how you catalog uh, graphic novels. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and there is no easy solution for it. And everyone has their own little system. Um, but, um, you know, things are, and we would love to develop, um, you know, guidelines for those things and, and then put them out for everyone. I mean, everyone, everything we do, we want to publish it so that it's available for everyone. So, you know, um, hopefully this year we'll be able to do more, that, uh, more of that. Um, I'd like to have um, more of those things, but, you know, one thing is having ideas and another thing is what we can actually realistically do. But uh, yeah, we, we've also spoken uh, about um, having a book club, graphic novel book club online, um, you know, so available for everyone. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, we, we've got ideas and then, you know, it's a, it, it's, it's a matter of kind of putting those ideas in action. And for that, we need, we need time and we need people. And so, uh, and because it's, we're all volunteers, it's, it's always a bit of a juggle, but, um, but yeah, hopefully all these things I think will benefit um, everyone, will benefit librarians, will benefit readers, uh, and will benefit uh, creators. Uh, so that's the idea, that's the dream. 
and and I think I'm I'm very proud of of what we've been able to achieve in the first year. I think we've already done a lot. Uh, so, well, what are some some examples of these things that you're proud of from this first year? I'm uh, I'm very proud of all the creative chats that we did because ba- basically the group was newly formed and uh, then essentially the world went into lockdown. It was a time of hesitation, I guess. We didn't know really what we'd be able to do um, uh, because everything was going into lockdown. And then I had a lovely email from um, Tina and Amy from the Graphic Novels Roundtable in the US and they and, and Canada, US and Canada, I should say. And and they uh, they in that email essentially they said, look, we're going into lockdown as well. There's the pandemic and all that, and you know we're we're going to start doing some things online and. Um, we have a few different ideas. What are you guys up to? And the initial response was obviously, uh, we have no idea because the group is newly formed and and I don't know, but uh, give me a couple of days, we'll think about it. And then I thought, this is a great opportunity. It's It's a push. It's the push that we needed, you know? And so we started doing the creative chats immediately. Uh, we put the blog together. We started putting resources there. Like, you know, if the libraries are closed, uh, here are some web comics that you can read. Um, uh, we also put some uh, information about some libraries have uh, digital comics as well that you can read um, and things like that. So, you know, I'm very proud of how we were able to respond to that very quickly and put resources online uh, and uh, start the creative chats and the podcast. I'm also really proud of, you know, the the team that we assembled and you know um we've got a great team with sarah and gabby taking care of the social media uh pretty much everyone kind of contributing to the roundups um we've got uh then a couple of people also taking more responsibility of the blog um and and you know then some of us also looking at uh, the collection um, development and building up resources and things like that. So I think we're starting to find this structure and it's really good. Um, the feedback that we got from some creators, from librarians that, and you know, that obviously that um, confirms what we thought, you know, that there's, people there who who are interested in this and who see the value in it and will hopefully get things that will help them you know um and that was always our focus things that are practical that uh, you know a librarian can um can use um and also, you know, that a couple of uh, different places reached out to us and said, you know, would you like to contribute an article? 
and um, so um, I think one was a Western Australian newspaper and it was in the education supplement. And there was another one in uh, the SEIS Connections magazine as well. Um, so, you know, and that came out of nowhere. They reached mm-hmm. out to us and we were happy to, to contribute and spread the word. And speaking of collaboration, one of the things that I've been um, really amazed by is the um, Australian Comics and Graphic Novels database, which wasn't started, wasn't started by Alia Graphic. It was by Queenie Chan, who's a creator and very passionate as well about comics in libraries. Um, and she reached out to to you um, and by extension, the group. So do you want to um, explain a bit about the Australian Comics and Graphic Novels database and how Alia Graphic is involved with that? Yes. Um, okay. So um, the address, the URL is os. So OZ, Oz Comics Database. No, OzComicsDB.com. OzComicsDB.com. That's right. And uh, yes, uh, basically, Queenie Chan has been very involved with comic conversations in Sydney uh, for a number of years. Uh, and that's the festival I mentioned before. And she was very involved with them for a number of years, and especially in developing every year uh, a kind of a list of recommended Australian um, comics and graphic novels that that were especially selected for libraries. And and she published, uh, so she she helped with that. Uh, Obviously there were some librarians involved as well, but she helped in kind of putting the the flyers together and the poster and things like that. And uh, basically last year what happened was, uh, um, obviously the festival got canceled for obvious reasons uh, and on top of that, uh, Queenie felt like there were more graphic novels and comics than ever. Um, and that uh, they that were worth putting in the list. Uh, and she couldn't do it in the usual format where she did it. So she, she usually did it as a flyer or, or a poster and it was very visual. And it worked really well, but she had too many titles to fit in. And uh, so that presented a problem. And so basically, in one, um, basically, she thought, maybe I should do it as a database. Now, interestingly, at the same time, within the Aliographic group, we were having uh, conversations about this, the same thing, essentially, it was pretty much the same thing. It was like, we should have, uh, we should have some sort of database or list of, you know, uh, Australian comics and graphic novels uh, that are suitable for libraries. So it was, uh, it was a very odd, but very timely email uh, when I received uh, the, uh, the message from her. Uh, saying, look, I've been thinking about changing the format and doing it as a database. What do you think? I thought, well, 
that's just perfect. I mean, that's that's great. And so, uh, thankfully, she developed she developed the whole website. Um, she did everything in the background, really. She had the titles that uh, she uh, they had selected for the Comic Conversation uh, Festival for the last few years. So she had all those titles. We also had a list uh, from Alia Graphic as well uh, of titles, and she kind of um, amalgamated everything, put it all together, and uh, yeah, it's it's uh, and it all came together pretty quickly, and so it was launched uh, halfway through last year, not in the best environment because you know everyone was kind of. Uh, in lockdown and working from home and we had all the worries, I think. <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah, the, the, the database is there um, and uh, I hope that it grows and I hope it continues. Um, and the collaboration, I guess, is in the sense that she put it uh, together. Uh, she maintains the technical side of the website and Aliographic is involved in um, kind of managing the data and adding new titles um, and things like that. And it's been great that uh, even though we haven't really pushed it that much, and I think we that's something that I think we need to do more and and you know publicize it and get more people informed about it. It's been great that uh, some creators have already been adding titles to it. As I said before, I think it's really important that uh, um, we are in Australia. So we need to have Australian comics. We need to have Australian graphic novels, Australian stories, Australian creators. Uh, I think that's really, really important. And uh, I think a database like this, which is uh, managed by librarians and, you know, with libraries in mind, is uh, it's very helpful. Um, and uh, hopefully more librarians can check, uh, you know, that database and they can find titles that um, are worth having, really worth having. Um, of course, there's a larger database, which is the, the one from the Ledger Awards. So the Ledger Awards are the awards for excellence in Australian comics. And they have a much larger database that pretty much picks up everything. So, you know, from graphic novels to web comics to self-published uh, mini comics to pretty much everything really important as well. I think the the job they do is really important in kind of documenting uh, what's being published here, you know, in, in a much larger kind of context. The Ledger words are uh, really worth paying attention to as well. And um, the, the last awards were announced uh, at the end of uh, the year. So uh, at the end of December, great comics and graphic novels there and some of which we have been championing for for months like uh, I can't remember all the titles now but for example I know that uh, Wichi was a gold uh, ledger winner and that's one that we championed from very early on um, and we had a creator chat with with Ariel as well 
I'm hoping to to have Tim McEwen from the Ledger Awards very soon. So uh, watch for that podcast because it should be really good. And I know that the Ledger Awards are going through changes. So um, the the main organizers behind the Ledger Awards for the last uh, 10 or so years um, are stepping back. Mm-hmm. And uh, so other people will come in, um, but you know, um, so there's a bit of uncertainty there, but uh, I think, you know, the, the, they've done a great job in 10 years in really establishing this and, and um, I'm looking forward to see what, uh, what happens next. So, mm. yeah. And the database, definitely. James, take note. That's something that uh, we need to really push this year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of stuff this year, what are you most excited about going forward for the future of the group? I don't know. I don't know that I can say one thing. Uh, what I'm excited about is that we already have a solid team and that we have a foundation. And and um, I'm excited about what we can build from here. And uh, I think we can keep uh, doing what we're doing and growing and, you know, fine tuning things and, um, and all that. But I think uh, we can also start experimenting with a few other things. Um, so, for example, the idea of a graphic novel book club uh, that is accessible uh, online, um, it, it's a really good one. And I'm really excited about that. Um, I don't know exactly when we'll start, so, but, but I'm, I'm really excited about that. Um, I think that's an awesome idea. Um, I'm really excited about... Um, now that we've built the foundation, starting to really focus a bit more on, uh, you know, resources and tools that we can use um, in our profession. So, you know, looking more closely at, uh, you know, collection development, collection management, also things like um, cataloging and things that, and, you know, I would love to have, um, again, something with the, Graphic Novels Roundtable. We'll see what we can do because at the moment the world is messy, but uh, but it would be great um, to do something with them. It would be great to reach out. I think we've been pretty good at reaching out to creators and connecting with them. I think it would be great to, to um, build a, more of a connection with the Ledger Awards to build more of a connection with um, the comic cons, different comic cons around Australia, and with publishers as well. You know, um, we're interested in what you're publishing, and we want to promote it. You know, so um, it would be great to build a connection with them as well. Hopefully, you know, we can start to see more. Australian graphic novels uh, being published and promoted by major publishers as well, you know. Um, so yeah, those kind of things. That, those are the things in my head. 
Sounds good. Sounds sounds busy, which is which is fantastic. Yeah. Like what what are you most excited about, James? Me? Uh, well, I'm much the same things. I'm I'm really looking forward to the to the book group. I think yeah. the idea of having it, especially the idea that we had of having it, so it's specifically focused on on libraries and a lot of the content of that book group and the discussions. Um, I think the plan is to have it. Um, be uh, very much about how you can best utilize it in the collections, how to do all of this. So it's very, um, it's going to be very uh, appropriate for librarians and um, uh, potentially um, uh, usable for PD, uh, professional development stuff through Alia, um, all of that stuff. So that's, that's a really interesting, and it's very different to what I've seen from other book groups. So it's going to be a, um, interesting thing and yeah the the collaboration work with with the ledgers with the round table over in america with um libraries who are running things like the comic conversation if we can get involved with that sort of stuff that's i'm looking forward to that as well it should be um yeah should be very interesting year uh and, and i'll say and a beyond. couple i'll say a couple of more things as well um uh, i was a teacher for a few years as well and I'm very interested in education and in literacy. And I think it would be awesome as well to, to get a teacher or, or a teacher librarian uh, who is really invested in that and um, you know, who really champions graphic novels at schools and in education and for literacy. Uh, so if anyone out there is a teacher or a teacher librarian and wants to have a chat with us, uh, please contact us because uh, I would be really interested in having that kind of conversation as well. And the other one, so when I was having a chat with Sean Keenan and Stephen Cog, uh, they mentioned, would we be interested in, um, or does a group exist uh, like this in New Zealand? And I said, well, I don't think a group like this exists in New Zealand, or at least I haven't heard of it. Would we be interested in also having New Zealand uh, librarians? And uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, that, that would be awesome too. Um, yeah, no, it would be, it'd be great to, uh, to get involved with, with New Zealand and I'm trying to think what, how you'd fit Lianza into the Alia graphic, Alia Lianza graphic novel and comics or something. So that could be fun. I don't know exactly how, how, but uh, I think it would be interesting to explore that um, and to see if maybe in New Zealand uh, there are some crazy librarians like us, you know, who form their own group and then, you know, uh, and then we can collaborate. Um, I know that uh, when we formed uh, our group here in Australia, um that uh amy from the graphic novels round table and she was she was the president they call her president uh she was the president of of the graphic novels round table at the time she's a step down now and and she said oh that's great to have an australian group uh next we should uh we should try to have a group in the uk uh so you know it would be great. Yeah. Form an alliance of librarians across the world yeah. championing graphic novels. 
Yeah. Sound sounds incredible. I look it's the to dream. That. Yeah. Changing the world one panel at a time. <laughs> as in one as in balloon at a time. Yeah. Well when when you said panel, I was trying to think we are you talking about librarians being on panels at Comic Cons and stuff, or are you talking about panels within comics? <laughs> Everything. Everything. Yep. <laughs> so you commented about just then about creating the group. Let's move away from comics for a bit and what is the process? Because they're probably librarians listening to this through going, I've got this thing that, that I'm interested in that Alia does, isn't really covering yet. What's the process for creating, well, or what was the process for creating this group? And what tips do you have for, for other librarians out there who are passionate about something and want to get out there and, and make a go of that? I think the first thing to say is if you're really passionate about something and you think that it's, um, you know, and you think you're alone, you're not. I think, you know, try to find an ally. You don't want to start it on your own. Uh, you want to at least have another co-conspirator. Uh, but don't waste too much time in talking and dreaming about things. Uh, actually look up the alia groups, um, policy, and the forms that you need to fill in. It's actually not too daunting. We did it pretty easily. Um, it was pretty easy. Uh, I think, to be honest, as we said before, like uh, we just needed that push uh, from Maggie to say, yeah, you can do it. That, that would be awesome. Uh, I think all the people will be interested. Uh, and you know, if you're not sure about anything, like maybe reach out to to someone and Ali, uh, at Alia, you know, the Alia groups or um, or the state manager, and say, "I'm thinking this. Am I crazy?" And you're probably not. You're probably not. And, well, you are, but in a good way. <laughs> well, you are in a good way. Yes, uh, that's actually my case. Um, I was born crazy. It's not my fault. I was born this way. Um, yeah, and you know, it's um, it was actually a surprisingly easy process. Um, and and then the good thing is that once you form the group and and you have you know the the support from Alia to to form the group and and uh, you know they put their information on their website and all that then uh, you can start doing things and and people will see oh there's a group for that that's great and if they're interested they'll contact you and and you know we basically we've started uh with just three of us and and it was a little bit crazy in the beginning but you know now the now, now, as I said before, it's a small, it's a still a very small team that we have, but um, the core team that we're doing things that we're really involved. But then, you know, in the Facebook group, I can't remember right now, but we've got quite a few people there uh, that have joined. On Twitter, we've got also something like 500 followers or something. And, and you know, it's... It feels great. It feels great. And, and also, actually, like the time that I'm investing in this group, it's also saving me time at work. Because to be honest, like um, 
most of the graphic novels that I select are from the roundups. So, you know, because the things that I've been putting in the roundup, but also um, also the people in the team. And, and you know, so it, I know that I can, I know that I can trust that list. And then, you know, I always had a few more things because as I said before, every library is different and you know the people that go to your library and you, you may know, well, this one's not in the list, but it's worth having because, you know, um, people at my library read that kind of thing. It's been really great having this group and it was actually surprisingly easy to put together um, with a little bit of work, but yeah, and very rewarding. Um, yeah. Half of what kept me sane last year, uh, I think, was you know being part of this. Yeah, uh, it was. It's really been. Uh, it's been another set of people that I could stay connected to, um, and work to be doing during lockdown and everything. So it was a really, um, uh, really good to have that through through last year. Yeah, and we've got people from New South Wales. We've got people from WA. We've got people from Victoria, like you and I. Uh, we need people from other states. And territories. And territories, yes. Uh, <laughs> We're coming on to wrapping up. And one of the things that we've been asking all the um, people we've spoken to in the creator chats is um, for three comics or graphic novels that you've enjoyed and that you'd encourage others to check out. I'm going to put a um, bit more on that of um, that would be really good for libraries to have. Okay. Um, I'm going to do something that is very, very librarian. I'm going to have a junior, I'm going to have a YA, and I'm going to have a, an adult recommendation. I'm, I'm also going to do something very Yurigi, which is I'm going to cheat, just so you know. <laughs> so uh, for Junior, I have actually two recommendations and they're both Australian. And the two that uh, my son has read again and again and again and again and can't stop reading. And I've read them as well, and I've loved them. So, you know, they, they're great for kids, clearly, uh, uh, but they're also um, great, for, uh, great for adults as well. I think they're, they're just really fun, um, and I can really see the value in them. And they're both perfect for libraries. Um, so one is The um, Adventures of Anders by Gregory McKay. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful piece of work. Um, and they published um, a collected edition, which is quite a break actually, about a year, year and a half ago. Uh, and it's an excellent, excellent book for early readers, because even though it's a break, as I said, it's, it's actually three different adventures. Uh, so it's three different books in one. And it doesn't have um, much text. Um, so uh, it's really sweet, uh, really sweet and innocent. It's got adventure, uh, great friendship. And, you know, it, it's just really beautiful. That's a definite recommendation. Every library should have it. Um, 
another one is the Super Sidekicks series um, by Gavin Ang Fang, and he's from Western Australia. And he's published three books. And now, actually, they've started being published in the US. And the US edition is actually in color, which my son is a little bit upset about. That, uh, you know, in Australia, we've got the black and white. And, uh, and in the US, it's in color. So um, we may need to import the US version of it. Super Sidekicks, three books, really, really awesome. It's it's kind of a spin on the superhero genre, but you know, for middle grade junior readers, and it's awesome. It's really funny, uh, but it's also uh, a great spin because it's not the superheroes or the grown ups that save the day. It's actually the kids, and it's the uh, sidekicks who come together to form a supergroup called Super Sidekicks, and. Uh, Apart from being really funny, I think it also has really great themes um, and uh, that kids will really respond to, you know. Uh, like, for example, the second one has focused on the environment and um, the ocean, especially, and pollution. Uh, um, uh, it often focuses on how, you know, adults are actually not mm, doing that well, and it's actually kids who um, who can save the day and have better ideas on how to do this. And I think that's important because, uh, you know, I want every kid also to think that they, they, they are empowered, that they can actually change things, you know, and I think that's important. And um, the third book in the trilogy, Trial of Heroes, um, is a really great conclusion as well. And I think it teaches some really valuable um, things and values um, that my kid has often quoted. So, <laughs> so um, great books, uh, really great books. Uh, moving on to YA, The Nameless City by Faith Aaron Hicks. Uh, that trilogy is, it's not new, it was published like, you know, I think the first book was published in 2016 and then 1718, I think. Um, but I just uh, read it recently again and it just blows my mind. It's, it's a really, really beautiful work. Um, really excellent trilogy. Start to end, absolutely awesome. And anyone who is a fan of Avatar, uh, The Last Airbender, not the James Cameron movie, uh, you know, we'll, um, we'll see some similarities. It's a completely different story and it's a different world, but uh, we'll, we'll see some similarities. And it's excellent, really, really fun adventure. And again, it's got some really great values in there as well. Um, I think Faith Erin Hicks is really um, one creator to watch, which leads me to the third one. And here I'm going to completely cheat because uh, I'm not going to recommend one book. Uh, but in terms of uh, mainstream comics and, uh, you know, superheroes, uh, he does superhero stuff, but he also does other things as well. And he actually has a creator series, a creator owned series as well that he started publishing last year. Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor is an Australian creator and look, 
everything that I read from him, it just blows my mind. His books are always perfectly written, such fun to read. Um, and, you know, they always uh, leave you wanting more. And uh, he is really good at having large scale action and huge, massive groups of superheroes. But he's also really good at, uh, you know, uh, intimate uh, moments and character moments. He's generally, uh, his books are always very kind of, they always have a very positive vibe. Maybe not deceased, <laughs> but, you know, generally like they have a really positive vibe and they always leave you wanting more. And, uh, you know, in many ways, I feel like he's, books are exactly what got me into superhero comics you know uh they're fresh fun and full of surprises kind of thing because with tom taylor's books you never know where he's gonna go in the next page um uh, so yeah i i yeah i absolutely adore um tom taylor and everything he's written so i couldn't um, not recommend him. Well, thank you for talking to us today. Congratulations on a very successful first year, leading the group to a very successful um, first anniversary. Um, lots of stuff that's been um, very, uh, very interesting, very well um, liked by the people who've seen it. Everything. Congratulations um, to the whole group, yeah, and the whole team, um, and uh, and best yeah. of luck for the future. Um, yeah. If we're if people want to um, keep up to date with Alia Graphic stuff, what's the best way to do that? The best way is our blog, which is aliagraphic.blogspot.com. That's where basically we we post the roundups and all that. And in the about uh, section of uh, of that page you can also see uh where we have our youtube channel our podcasts um and our facebook group and twitter i think we post more things on twitter so you know if you're a twitter person um that's uh that's uh probably a really good spot as well because we often tweet ourselves but also retweet some interesting things from other um from all the creators, publishers, and uh, other groups like the Graphic Novels Roundtable. Uh, and of course, you can also check out the Alia Graphic Novels and Comics uh, page on the Alia website as well. Um, and if you wanna get involved or you have some feedback or some ideas, our email is aliagraphicinfo at gmail.com. Excellent. Thank you for chatting to us. Uh, thank you for, uh, thank you, James, for pushing me into having this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Alia Graphic Podcast. Hit the subscribe button on our YouTube page and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at Alia Graphic, email us at aliagraphicinfo at gmail.com and check our blog, aliagraphic.blogspot.com, for updates, monthly roundups of news and new release titles.